Have you ever in your entire life seen anything so beautiful? I'm sorry, I don't know anything about stamps. Live from the internet, yes, it's an actual place made up of wires and tubes, and it is magnificent. This is the award-winning stamp show here today, episode number 215, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center. This is Tom. This is Scott. This is Cash. This is Mark. And today we have Justin Beard, the Chief Operating Officer of Hipstamp, joining us. Hi, Justin. How you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Now, Cash, we uh, have confirmed that Justin does, in fact, have facial hair. You have a beard. Are you Justin Beard with a beard? This is Justin Beard with the beard from <laughs> Hipstamp with the mustache logo. Nice. <laughs> So, Justin, were you at uh, Westpex recently? I was actually. I really enjoyed enjoyed the show. It was great to meet a lot of the dealers and uh, you know, spent some time in San Francisco. Thought it was a great show. I can confirm that Justin was there. I was one of the guys that he said hi to. <laughs> he snuck up on yes. me. Was that the extent yes. of the conversation? Just hello and I'm out of here. Uh, you, you, it wasn't much more than that. You don't sell stuff. I'm at. I'm off to the big fish. <laughs> yeah, well, I think we were both. There's probably a high five or something in there. I mean. Yeah, there was definitely a handshake. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's only been a couple months since I've seen Justin, so it, yeah. we didn't have a whole lot to talk about at the at that particular time. And I think it was on Friday I saw you anyway. Right. Yep. So Justin, how was Westpac? What did you do there other than? Uh, Say hi to Scott. Uh, I was there for, for several different things. Um, we actually recently just um, brokered a deal for the Black Honduras and Honduras collection. So part of the reason that I was there was to meet with the buyer and seller and uh, make sure that the, the handoff went well, which it did. So that was great. Um, then I was also meeting with some of the different organizations because uh, we're going to be putting on a, a filter on HipStamp uh, so that if a buyer wants to look for listings just from APS or NSDA or ASDA, um, they'll easily be able to click a button and, and do that. Um, and then I was meeting, of course, with our dealers and uh, the other dealers that are at the show and trying to find some stamps for some of our customers. Okay, so let's back up a little bit. Um, right. What is the Honduras Black? Isn't that an airmail stamp? It is, but uh, let's, uh, I mean, you know, just make pretend that uh, 50% of the people who are listening don't know what the Honduras Black is. Because 50% at the table here don't know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I can guarantee a minimum of 25% because I have no clue. <laughs> yeah, it's actually the world's most uh, rarest airmail stamp. So there's only one in the world. Uh, the other one that um, was available was actually lost in a taxi cab, uh, which which definitely helped increase the value of, of the one existing uh, on. Black Honduras. So it could it, still on, be wait, out wait, there. Wait, 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 wait. It could still be out there. It was lost in a taxi cab? 
That's how the story goes. You mean just like uh, somebody dropped out of a person's pocket and fell on the floor of the taxi or something? Probably more like, oh, I left my briefcase. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Yes. It was either left in a cab or in a restaurant. But yes, either way, it was left. And uh, it was a pretty expensive stamp. So whoever left it was, was feeling pretty bad. Probably oh. for the rest of their life. I could imagine. Okay, so what is this Honduras black? Um, it is an airmail that <clears throat> um, had an error. It was inverted. Um, and it at one point in time, actually, it was the highest, um, the most valuable stamp that was ever sold at an auction. Just, you know, the um, British Guiana was higher but then it was this stamp uh the black honduras um and then you know after that a lot of the c3a's started selling so they broke the record but at one point in time it was the second most expensive uh stamp ever sold through auction that is impressive but again because it's from honduras there probably isn't as much demand so it doesn't get Uh, as much of a spotlight it doesn't have, well, actually, um, I can say that it was purchased um, by Don Sundelman through Mystic um, several years ago. And, you know, he, he definitely did his rounds. It's been on Linz and pretty much any um, of the larger philatelic organizations. If you just search the Black Honduras, there's actually a book about it. Um, and, and you'll see a ton of uh, really cool information about the stamp. Wow, that's cool. So you brokered the deal. Congratulations. That's a that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. We um, recently launched the Hip Stamp Concierge Wantless Service. So basically what I do is reach out to all of our top buyers, figure out what they're looking for. Uh, if those items are not currently available on Hip Stamp, I compile a, a monthly list of items that our buyers are looking for. Uh, and then I share that with our network of dealers, which, you know, we've got a thousand dealers. And then I also go to shows like Westpex and I reach out to the dealers and auction houses and the higher end uh, collectors to see if they may have any of the items that our customers are currently looking for. So, so, so we just that... launched that service a couple months ago and um, the Black Honduras was really the, the first big ticket item that we were able to sell through that service. So, so does that encourage the dealers then to list that type of material or those particular Scott numbers on HipStamp, or do you generally privately broker deals uh, away so, from the website? Yeah. Right. So essentially what we do is I will negotiate the best price on behalf of my buyer. So I'll, I'll figure out what the best price is from the seller. Um, and then we have them list that directly onto HipStamp. We add whatever our fee would be, which is typically $250 is the max fee we would take. Um, but then if it gets you know, a much larger item, we, we tack on another one and a half percent. So they list it and then the buyer comes and they buy it through our site to ensure that they're still 100% protected if you know, in the event anything were to happen with the sale. Right, and you're, you're talking fairly expensive items at this point, right? Yeah, on the list, we've got um, items that range from, I'd say, $250 up to seven figures. I mean, we've got um, a couple people looking for uh, inverted jennies. So the, the list is pretty pretty extensive. 
Uh, and there's obviously a, a ton of rare items that are on that list. Um, and I realized pretty much a long time ago that when I've been going to these shows every month, you know, part of my, my whole goal is to get more sellers onto the site. But I did quickly realize that a lot of the sellers that are at the shows, that's how they sell stamps. They do not sell stamps online. They will never sell stamps online. But they have these massive, massive inventories. So I wanted to create that, you know, the wantless service so that I could create an updated monthly list of items that people were looking for and then disseminate that at the shows so that I could get more of those dealers that, you know, will never come on to HipStamp to still, you know, list with us and to still, um, you know, allow our buyers to buy from them uh, through the service. Yeah, I can see if you're brokering a stamp that's uh, you know valued in the six or seven figures, it's uh, very easy to provide a concierge service where you go ahead and set up an account just for the sale of that one stamp. Oh yeah, and it's it's right. you know it's more than uh, appropriate for you to to help out the seller who just doesn't sell online to get the sale made. Well, I'm personally I'm looking for a one cent magenta. But I want it on cover. The one that's off cover is kind of crummy condition. So if you find one on cover, can you uh, give me a phone call? All right. You just send that one list over to Justin at hipstamp.com, and I'll add it on there. (laughs) (laughs) So what else did you do at the show? And then we're uh, going to ask Scott how he did at the show, too, since you're both talking. Uh, Yeah, that was basically it. Just um, they're networking, trying to find stamps, and... Saying hello to some some good friends that I built over the past couple of years. Did you get any sightseeing in? Yes. Did I show you the picture? So basically, I was <clears throat> very last minute in booking my arrangements for this trip. So Friday morning on my way up, I got on Airbnb when I was on the plane, and I found a, a old sailboat, oh. um, and I actually rented that. It was cheaper than a hotel, but it was pretty much the coolest place I've ever stayed. It was right there on the bay. Oh, um, man. That yeah, sounds fantastic. it was like 100 years old. The guy had completely restored it. Um, and so, yeah, that, that was another highlight of the trip for sure. Oh, absolutely. Wow. So, Scott, did you uh, stay in any hotels or uh, were you on a cool boat? No, I wasn't on a cool boat. <laughs> I, I stayed with friends. Oh. Did you buy anything neat? Uh, define need. I bought some stuff. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know, I just, well, I know not, th- nothing really great. Well, I know that Mark blew you away cause he did some serious spending at Westpac. Yes. I bought 66 stamps. 66. Wow. Yep. Actually, I did find something. It was, uh, it was, uh, actually it was marked as a number 65 mint in the brown red or red brown shade. And um, I looked at that, and uh, no way, that's not a that's a that's a proof impression. And uh, so I bought it, and uh, I looked it up in the catalog. It is uh, turns out it's a trial color proof that is unvalued. It is uh, so rare. You so check with Justin see if it's on the uh, want list. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so would you get uh, Mark? 66 uh, stamps is 66 stamps. totally unimpressive unless they are uh, valuable because I can buy 66 stamps for, you know, like 66 cents. 
Right, yeah. <laughs> and not get a good deal. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah these 66 cost me $9,400. Um, five of them were at the, uh, at the Rumsey auction. Ah, yeah, he had the auction there. How was the auction? It was good. It was good. Uh, it went a long time because uh, he had several auctions going at the, you know, uh, on that uh, show. And well, it was that was an epic show, by the way. Well, I walked in to say hi to to Skylar Rumsey on Friday afternoon, right. not realizing that he was calling an auction. And I walked in the back of the room and I waved at him. <laughs> And I bid on a lot. <laughs> Fortunately, there was an auction agent in the front of the room who outbid me. <laughs> I have no idea what I bid on. But needless to say, I didn't get a chance to say hi to Skylar Rumsey that day. Yeah, that's... Uh, that's yeah. Every, everyone who was anyone in the stamp world was at that show. Cash, were you there? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> I, I, I had a fi- family obligation I had to go to. Ah. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, kids will do that to you. And then, Tom, you weren't there either, right? I'm not a stamp collector. So 50%, <laughs> yeah. So 50% of the people were there and 50% of the people weren't there. Actually, I guess we'll 60%. Because 60-40 because yeah, Justin we, was there. We can count Justin, too. All right. Yeah, so Justin, you brought up HipStamp. Okay, um, you were talking about listing stuff on HipStamp. First of all, you brought up that d- some dealers didn't sell stuff on HipStamp. Why? Is, yeah, can you believe it? Yeah, why is that? Do you think? Um, really, the only sellers that uh, that I know that haven't you know signed up for HipStamp are, are really the sellers that uh, they fall into different buckets. One, they just they don't sell online, you know, they don't have the infrastructure or want to deal with taking photos and, and listing them and things of that nature. They'd rather, um, you know, go to shows or, you know, have people come into their shops. Um, the other sellers may be selling on their own website and they just don't want to have to deal with inventory management and selling on their website and then Hipstamp or eBay just because they'd have to, um, you know, if something sells on one site, they'd have to pull it from the other and they don't want to worry with the headaches there. Um, and then there's obviously there's, you know, some people that just aren't very familiar with HipStamp um, and haven't done the research to realize it's really easy to sell with us. Well, yeah, because you brought up the infrastructure there. And, you know, I've been selling on eBay and HipStamp for literally decades. Um, what infrastructure... It, from my standpoint, it's easy to sell stuff on HipStamp. For the people who don't think they have a good infrastructure for selling on HipStamp, why don't you tell them what's involved? Because it really isn't that much. You don't have to develop that much of an infrastructure. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so selling on HipStamp is is very easy. I'll walk you through a couple of different scenarios. Um, one, if you know you've been a collector all your life and now you got all these du- duplicates and you're ready to start uh, selling some, or if you you know inherited a collection and you want to start listing those online, uh, you can go to hipstamp.com. And if you haven't already, you can create a, a free account. Um, and then if you already have an account as a user, then you can click on members area and then go to store and click to enable your store. So we have three different options. We've got a basic store, which is just $5 a month, um, then a featured store, which is 15 and a premium, which is 45 
Um, with all of those stores, you can list your items. There's no cost for listing them, so we don't have listing fees. Um, and really all you need to do is be able to have, you know, you have to have a PayPal account, which you would enter into your store uh, so that people can pay you. And uh, then you have to, you know, basically just put in the title, description, image, price, and shipping. So that's the, the very most straightforward way to set up your store. Um, I would say just start with the basic $5 a month plan, and then you can add your listings individually. Um, we also do have a bulk lister. So if you want to list in bulk with more than, you know, you could list 100 items at a time, you could do that as well. Um, so that's somebody that's not currently selling anywhere else. Uh, if you are currently selling on eBay, for example, you can go to, uh, once the store is enabled, you go to members, selling, and then sync with eBay. Um, and you can enable that, which would allow all of your buy it nows that are currently on eBay to port over to Hipstamp so that you're selling on both sites. And if one item sells on one site, it'll instantly get pulled from the other uh, and vice versa. So you don't really have to worry with managing inventory across both sites. Um, and then, you know, a matter of five minutes, you can have all of your listings on two platforms and in front of two audiences. So uh, lastly, we also have other people that do list on their own website or another website. Uh, we do have an API that they can use to essentially do the same thing we're doing with eBay, but do it for other sites so that, you know, they can keep everything on track. What's um, an API? Not, an API basically is, uh, is something that allows one website to talk to another website. So essentially, let's say you have your own personal website and you have stamps on it. If you use the API with Hipstamp, essentially anytime you list something new on your website, it would come over and be displayed on Hipstamp. And then if something were to sell on Hipstamp, it would close from your site. And if it were to sell on your site, it would close on Hipstamp. So a new seller, the only thing they risk is $5 a month plus their time. Yes. Um, our fee is 8%. So it's $5 per month. We don't charge for listings. They stay up as long as you want them uh, to stay up or until they get sold. And then we take 8% of the sale price, and then that's charged on the first of the month. So really the... <laughs> I hate to say it, the roadblock is just really almost getting a PayPal account. If you don't have a PayPal account, then you can't do it. If you do have a PayPal account, there's almost no reason not to. Right, yeah. Who are the uh, stamp sellers that aren't selling? Are they just local dealers or are they people that travel? No, 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 no. Here, here's my question. The people who don't sell, are they like really super old people? <laughs> I mean, honestly, and the ones that don't own computers at all. Yeah, exactly. So, and we see them all the time. You know, it's like, oh, I can't, I can't sell anything on the internet. And so there, you see them at the stamp shows, and they're like a hundred years old, and they have the same inventory that they've had for the last decade. And it's like, you got anything new? And they go, well, last March I bought, yeah, <laughs> so I got this stamp. Um, but no, the people who don't sell, do you see a basic demographic difference or is it a level difference or a skill difference or what? 
No, I mean, honestly, it's just the mentality of the seller. It's do they want to stay with the times and, uh, you know, just embrace technology and what it can offer? Or um, do you not want to do that and just do what, you know, what you've always done? And I mean, I really just can't say that that's, there's one seller that I know at every show and he's got a million dollar inventory and I don't, he doesn't even have an email. So <laughs> it's, you know, some people are just able to do that because, you know, over 30 or 40 or even 50 years in some cases, they've just built a clientele that, that is trained to just give them a call um, and ask them what they want. And they don't even need to see an image. They just trust that person. Um, and if they say it's a, you know, it's very fine and they believe it and they buy it and they don't have any questions. Um, but yeah, I mean, for the, most of the time, it's just people that don't want to invest the time to, um, you know, deal with a computer or the internet. Well, that's a shame. Um, and a lot of times I'm seeing that they're starting to realize that that's, you know, something they sh should be doing. Um, and in, in some cases they'll get their granddaughters or their grandsons or, um, you know, somebody else to come in and, and help manage that part. I actually see that happen quite often. Um, yeah. So that's, well, this is a podcast. So everybody who is listening to us has computer knowledge. Otherwise they wouldn't be listening to us. Right. So, uh, to everybody who's listening here, you should be selling stamps on the internet. If, if it's something you're interested in, like me personally, I like selling my stamps and then buying more stamps and building my collection and things like that. I mean, for me, buying and selling is part of my hobby. I mean, it's not separate from it. It's not how I dispose of my extras. It's how I do my collection. So how about you, Mark? Are you the same kind of way? I don't know why I buy stamps. <laughs> Excellent answer. As long as you buy them, what difference does it make? <laughs> well, you can soak them off your mail. Actually, you can't soak them off your mail, but you can uh, cut square them off your mail. <laughs> That's a self-stick joke. So anyway, uh, why don't why don't we get a little bit more? Maybe some people were put off with like uh, putting up pictures and stuff. You mentioned pictures. How how do they put the pictures up? Uh, most people will either scan an image, or I've seen um, you know people just take a picture with instead of a scanner with their camera. Um, some people even just do it with their phone if they've got you know an up to date phone. But those are those are really the three main ways to to do it. And then you just like drag and drop into your program and it automatically puts it up with your listing. Yes. So to go into detail about what it takes to actually create a listing on HipStamp, um, essentially once your store is enabled, um, you can go to members area, then selling, then there's a button called add new. Uh, there you would give it a title. In the title, we ask people to put in the country, the catalog number, the condition, and if it has a cert, just put with cert. Um, when, if you put those four things into the title, our system actually breaks down everything else for you so you don't have to add um, year of issue or anything like that. 
Um, and then you would click upload. You would upload your image from your file somewhere on your computer. Then you put in the details. So if it's got a crease or there's just some things that you want to add about the stamp, you would do that there. Uh, then you put in the price and the shipping is already set by default, um, which you can update and then you click proceed. So that's essentially all you have to do to create one listing. It sounds, I've been doing it for decades, so it, I, it I obviously a, sounds easy to I me. I have a question since I haven't listed anything on Hipstamp. How many photos of an item can I add? Oh, like if I have a collection, good question. how many photos can I add? Am I limited? Like on eBay, I think you can add 12, 12. images. Yeah, you can add, um, the default for any of our listings is 100, so 100 max. Whoa. Um, that said, if there's sellers that have, you know, big collections, which we certainly do have, um, we can up that per seller. So if you've got something that's, you know, a $40,000 collection and you have 300 images, we can handle that. We just need to know about it. That's a major selling point if you sell collections. That's absolutely. A absolutely. That's a biggie. Because I, I was just listing covers the other day and I just had like 10 junk covers and front and back, and I couldn't show all the pictures of them. And this was just like easy stuff. A hundred pictures, that's fantastic. So if I mean, I'm never going to use a hundred, right. but I can use 20 really easy. So if you're a stamp dealer at a show and you're sitting at your table and no one's there and you're wondering why, I must, why, I, why am I a stamp dealer, um, you could just start <laughs> taking pictures of your stock yeah. right there at the show <laughs> yeah. and list them on Hipstamp. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's essentially it. I actually, what I did while I was at the show is I went to every dealer that I saw. Um, I asked them to show me three to five of their rare stamps. Um, and I took photos of all of those and I created a folder. And now I'm going to send it out to our whole community and say, hey, this is show and tell from Westpex. And I'm, we're going to sell some stamps that way. Um, but yeah, it's it's very easy. You just you know, got to take the photos and then uh, list them. That sounds neat. I love that. Well, that was great. Yeah, thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. And this has been Stamp Show here today, episode number 215. This was Tom. And Scott. And Cash. And Mark. You have been listening to Stamp Show here today, seeking to advance all levels of the stamp collecting hobby through news, information, and collecting advice. Visit us at stampshowheretoday.com to listen to the show, view images of the items we are talking about, and read the show notes. You can also continue the conversation on Facebook at Stamp Show Here Today and on Twitter at Stamp Show HT. If you have questions or comments about the show or have any topics you would like us to discuss, you can email us at stampshowheretoday at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and as always, keep collecting. You have two new voice messages and one saved message. New message. You have been listening to award-winning stamp show here today, brought to you by the Southern Nevada Philatelic Research Center. Produced and edited by Cash Braces, with engineering and recording by Tom Schilling. Script and research by Scott Murphy and Mark Leon. And I'm your host, Don Goss. Please subscribe.
subscribe to us on iTunes or Podbean, and follow us on Facebook. Visit us at samshowheretoday.com, and thank you for listening. To replay this message, press 1. To delete, press 7. To save, press 9. For message saved, there are no more messages. Stamp Show here today. Stamp Show here today. Stamp collecting happens when we dream together.